Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Living Right Podcast. Uh, my name is Ade, and my wife is here, Rebecca. We're excited for today's topic and believe God will speak to you in a special way. Uh, today's topic is the key qualities you should look for in a man you need to marry. The key qualities you need to look for in a man you need to marry. And we're going to be looking at Genesis 24, the entire uh, chapter, and can read that on your own specifically. But the topic itself is very important in this day and age. A lady, young lady, uh, looking for the man she should marry, who's the right man, what should I look for in the man I should marry, am I choose, choosing the right person? You know, so we're going to delve into this specifically. So the first point, first quality is marry a believer. What does that mean? A man who has given his life to Christ, who has accepted Christ into his life as his Lord and Savior, who has experienced salvation in his life and living for God. So there's a difference between accepting Christ into your life as Lord and Savior, but also living for Christ. Just as a baby is born, the baby has to grow, mature, grow and mature unto adulthood. So a believer of the Savior Christ in his life, Lord and Savior, has to live for Christ, has to bear those fruits that depict, that show that they are true believers. You might have parents who are believers. You might be brought up in a Christian home. You might be going to church every day of the week. You might be active in your church, but that doesn't equate to being a Christian. You have to have a personal relationship with God. Confess your sins. Accept Christ into your life as Lord and Savior. Christ being the Lord of your life and you're living for Christ. That is the fruit of a true believer. Rebecca. Uh, thank you. Uh, in your decision to, you know, make a choice for the man you intend to marry, uh, you cannot base your decision on maybe what who their parent is. For example, their parents could be Christians, they could have integrity, uh, maybe they have fame, maybe they have money, uh, maybe they are actually serving God. But you, it's your responsibility as the lady to make sure that that man that you intend to marry has a relationship with God by himself. Uh, if you look at the memory verse, I mean, the Bible verse we are looking today, which is Genesis 24, you will see in verse 63 that Isaac went out to bow down in prayer in the field in the early evening. He raised his eyes and looked and he saw camels were coming. So you can see from what um, this guy, Isaac, what he did, he went out in prayer. He bowed down in prayer to God. That shows you he has a relationship with God uh, by himself. So one key quality you want to make sure you look for in a man you intend to marry is that they have a relationship with God. Uh, they have, they see God as uh, a, some, as they should be ready to worship God. They should be able to serve God. They should be ready to, to lead a life of faith with God. Yes. So Isaac had a personal relationship with God despite 
the environment he grew up in, despite uh, the the legacy that his father Abraham had, he had that personal relationship with God. So, for another quality to look at, which we've already mentioned, one is to marry a believer, somebody who has a relationship with God. The next point is you have to marry a man with the fear of God. A man who has the fear of God in his heart. You are a product of your background. You've heard that said many times. The way your parents brought you up, uh, the environments you lived in, uh, those that were, you know, in your community, the experiences you, you went through as you're growing up, or the situation of life that uh, you add. So there's so many variables here, but the fact remains that you have to live in the fear of God. Your actions, your decisions, your relationships has to be aligned with what is in God's will, living in the fear of God. Because Christians today might be a believer, but might choose to do what we want to do, living outside of God's will for our lives. But when we live in the fear of God, as Isaac did, as Abraham's dad did, we will experience the power and manifestation of God in our lives. Our actions, our decisions will be centered on obeying God will be centered on doing God's will, referencing the Bible, living by the word of God, praying, meditating about the word of God, living for Christ, serving God, knowing fully well that our actions, our thoughts are wide open to the Lord. Therefore, what we think, what we do, must be in accordance with the word of God in obedience to God. Uh, another thing I'd like to uh, add to this point is you have to be able to understand that having fear of God is different from having faith in God. Uh, for example, you have a lot of people, uh, even non-unbelievers, they have faith in God. Uh, but having the fear of God means having reference for God's word so that the decision you are, you will make, that man will make, will be lined up with the principles that God requires a Christian to make. So for you to be able to identify that man, the quality you are, in, you are looking for in that man is, does he fear God in making his daily decision? Uh, let me give you an example of one thing I did when I was, you know, my husband, Menade came and told me, uh, you want us to, you know, to, his intention was that we should get married to each other. Uh, I don't know him so much. Uh, of course, I've seen him in church. We've, you know, for three years we've been in the same church. But I need to know if he is really uh, the person I was looking for. Uh, I was looking for if he was born again, if he was a Christian. I was looking for if he feared God. So I brought up this conversation to ask him. I told Adi that, okay, can you tell me how you became saved? 
you know, you, you will be able to tell. Even if you are not able to tell if that person is a Christian, uh, can you look for somebody around, maybe in your environment, if you are in the same environment that can talk about their past life? Uh, are you able to identify someone that knows them before you met them that can tell you about uh, their life they have lived? For example, in my case, I had a sister that, you know, I look forward to her. She She's a woman after God's heart. I went to talk with this lady to tell her, uh, they actually spoke to me about marriage and I didn't know so much about him. So this lady was able to talk to me about him, was able to tell him, tell me, uh, Ade is a Christian. Uh, she knew about him. And this is just my personal relationship with this lady. Uh, that it was not the basis for my decision, but at least I was able to have that piece of information that somebody knew who he was. And when we started the relationship, I started to watch out if what I was told uh, is really true or not. Yeah, so essentially, we need to be transparent in our relationship, asking those specific questions. And we talk about, is he saved? Is, is he a believer? Yes, you can ask that person, are you, when did you give your life to Christ? And they can share the salvation story, how they met Christ. And now they've been working in close relationship with Christ. That is, those are specific questions you need to ask who you engage with or you be a friend with and leading up to, to marriage. You have to ask specific questions. You have to find out where they grew up, what was their background, what are their life experiences, and very transparent. You might be wondering, how do I know the questions to ask? Yes, thanks for asking. You can pray about it, and God can lead you on those specific questions to ask. And by the response you get, by the consistency of what feedback you're receiving, that will help you, by God's leading, to form your understanding or confirmation if what you're receiving is aligned with what God wants you to do or the show God wants to make. Now, the third quality we're looking for now to talk about is uh, to marry a responsible man, a man with a vision, a responsible man with a vision. So I would like to explain more about uh, what is responsibility. the man must, you know, a man that is responsible uh, must have a job or he must have the ambition to work. Uh, that means you have to have a form of maybe a, a trade he's into. Uh, maybe he have a progress he's making on his academics. Maybe he's in school. There is a plan for what he plans to do. Maybe uh, after school uh, or he's working at the moment. So you must have a vision. You, you must see that he has a vision or ask them, what is your vision? Uh, what is your job? What are you working towards? Uh, this helps you to be able to know uh, the kind of person uh, that they have. So you can't marry a man that is lazy and is not ready to, 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 to make progress in life. Uh, if he's a believer, he's someone who fears God, but he's lazy, he's not ready to work, 
I, I don't think it will still fit this uh, criteria. So you are looking for a man that is responsible and has a vision. Yes. And definitely as a man, you're expected to provide for your own. I would want my daughter to marry a man who has a focus, who is accountable, who has a vision for providing for his family, putting it into reality in school, working towards building his career, uh, whether it's a trade, whether it's in academics, uh, essentially working towards building a career. How will you provide for your family? That is very important. And at different situations of life, as you can see in today's uh, environment, but it doesn't change the basic fact that a man needs to work to provide for his family. Isaac, in Genesis 26, verse 12, Isaac, the Bible says, Isaac planted crops and the same year reaped a hundredfold. You read further, God blessed him and God gave him wealth. God made him wealthy. But Isaac had to till the ground. Isaac had to go out there and work hard and stay committed and stay focused and be determined to succeed. He had a vision to excel, he had a vision to provide for his family, and that's what he did. And God blessed that. So God can't bless something that's, that is not a battery that is not available. God will bless the work of your hands. So you cannot despise the day of small beginnings. You have to put in the work. So as a man, that is what God expects you to do. So a woman who is interested in marrying the man, or you're looking at the man you, you're, you're trusting God to marry, is that man focused on working hard and building a career that will take care of you and his family. Isaac did that and God blessed it. So if you're a man out there and you've not taken responsibility or you are indecisive about what you to do, you can make that decision right now and have a change of heart and change your thinking or your mindset to get after it and walk and God will bless the work of your hands. So last point we're going to talk about is, yes, very important. Someone that loves you, a man that loves you and cares for you. That is very important. Loves you, cares for you, has a passion for you and is a friend, is a friend. You know, I want to add to this point, and um, you have to marry a friend. I mean, think about it. How will you marry somebody that is not a friend? You, I'm part of friendship. How you know if is your friend is that you will get along. When I mean you get along, doesn't mean you won't have differences. Uh, there won't be things that you uh, makes you different from each other, but you will be able to use the lens of the Bible, the lens of the Scripture, to be able to. Uh, resolve your differences. You will be able to submit to one another uh, out of reverence for God. 
Uh, if you look at Ephesians 5, verse 21, it says, Submit to one another out of reference for Christ. So submission, the, the you as a lady and the man, you will be able to submit to God's authority over you, regardless of your background, regardless of your maybe your personal beliefs, you will be able to allow Bible and the directions provided by God to be the basis for making your decision. That is just what submission is. Uh, we always look at submission as this big word that makes us to feel, especially as a woman, makes us to feel, oh, I am under somebody's um, big uh, control. No, it, it doesn't mean. Submission is both ways. Uh, you will see that as a man and as a lady, you will be able to give in to the directions of God that leads towards making meaningful decisions. And that is all about. You have to marry a friend, uh, someone that you are, you may not know him, but you'll see that you have similarities in your decision you have similarities and uh, um, you are compatible in your decision making your 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 heart is towards the same uh, pursuit which has to do with fulfilling the will of god in your relationship yes that's very important you know uh, genesis chapter 2 verse 23 says the man said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Shall be called woman, for she was taken out of a man. The point I want to leave here is a man is fulfilled or a husband is fulfilled by, by his wife and the wife is fulfilled by her husband. You complete one another. So if you're in a relationship right now and you have some struggles with uh, resolving um, issues right now, your points of view differ. Yes, you are different people, different personalities, different backgrounds, different principles. But the main principle you have is a Christ-like principle, a Christ-like focus, a kingdom focused, and the mindset to live for god if you have that basic fundamental desire in your heart both of you then there's no situation or or, or issue that god can guide you through to give you wisdom to address now if your relationship right now and going through these qualities we talked about but a believer who has a relationship with God, who fears God, who's responsible for the vision, and who's a friend who loves you. And none of these qualities is clearly depicted in your current relationship. The question is, what should I do? Uh, what you can do uh, is that make sure you identify these qualities. But if these qualities are missing in that guy, uh, that you plan to marry, uh, you need to ask yourself a question. Is he ready to embrace learning? For example, a man that is, he, he noticed he is not responsible and maybe he's not having vision. You want to ask yourself, is he ready to become a responsible man? Uh, will you figure out what he wants to do or what is a vision that he needs to pursue? If he's ready to make changes, fine, you can go on with the relationship. 
uh if you are asking yourself does he loves you uh, if you think maybe he is not showing appreciation and he doesn't love you or he doesn't have passion for you then ask him yeah you know i mean try to look into the fact that is he ready to have passion for the relationship uh, is he ready to make changes uh, if you don't see changes in the trend of things with him then you want to maybe talk to an advisor maybe a pastor or talk to a senior leader that you know they are christians and they can guide you right uh, if you think these are qualities these four qualities that we mentioned is not in that relationship then that is red flags that is pointing you that you should not continue with that relationship i'm going to repeat those four qualities again that we mentioned in today's postcard one it must be a believer that has a relationship with god number two is that it must be someone that fear god that makes a uh, reference to the bible for making his decision that we submit wholly to the principles of the bible of god as his authority or even have men of god or leaders that are faith-based uh, that can talk to him you know that is how you know if he has uh, the fear of god and has reverence another thing is that you want to marry a responsible person that has a vision for his life he has a job he has something he is planning to pursue or he is already pursuing it. Uh, maybe he's learning a trade, maybe he's in business, uh, maybe he's in school and he's planning to work very soon. Another thing is that uh, the fourth one that we discussed today is that you want to marry a man that has that loves you and has passion for you. You want to marry a friend that you both will submit to each other in making a godly decision for your home and this is how you want to be able to think through if your present relationship what continuing or you need to speak with um you need to seek help maybe from uh an, a godly person that can advise you uh, of the next step you need to take yes and i will add one more thing there uh in order for that man to exercise these other qualities the first one has to be a relationship with god and person already believed or accepted christ into his his life as lord and savior without that first step it is impossible uh to build on those other qualities we mentioned so the very first question the very first quality to confirm and verify is this person a believer if that person is not a believer regardless of other qualities they have that would be a relationship that you should not go into i pray god will has blessed you all i pray god has ministered to a need at this at this moment i will not pray and i trust that god will continue to bless you all uh, rebecca can you please lead us in prayer Father God, we thank you for this uh, presentation today. Uh, we pray you bless your people Amen. and you guide their decision making. Uh, anyone looking up to you for a life partner, you help them in their uh, search and you guide them in the right way. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. Live right. Thank you, everybody. I will see you in another episode. Bye.